Hey, and welcome to the 28 and Up Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Dorothy. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. So today we're going to talk about keeping it fresh. You know, dun, 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 dun. So fresh is so clean. I love to hear you sing, babe. I know. I know you do. If you give me a beat, I might drop some hot bars. You drop whatever you want. How's that? You do not want me to drop it like it's hot here. I mean, I've seen you do it before. It wouldn't be the first time. I am 47, and I want to. if I drop it really hot, I want to make sure I can get right back up. Yeah, that, that's an issue for both of us. Don't worry. <laughs> so keeping it fresh, what does that mean to you? So for us, I think keeping it fresh is just creating opportunities in our relationship to keep things from getting stale or boring. Stale and boring. I am so glad you are not stale and boring. Oh, thanks, babe. You're not stale or boring either. I know we, we've grown into a very spontaneous couple. We have, for sure. Um, what's one way that we keep it fresh? I would say spontaneous dates. Okay. Right? Yeah. I would say our spontaneous date nights, date days, whatever we choose to call them. That's one way we keep it fresh and keep it spontaneous. Yeah, I love that. Um, what was What's one of, one or two of your favorite dates that we do? Actually, so no, in no particular order, I think one of, one of those ways is because we live here in Florida – it's – we only live 20 minutes from either Jack's Beach or 25 minutes twenty five minutes from St. Augustine Beach. I like when we just go – we just – you know, we're spontaneous. We're like, hey, let's let's go walk on the beach. We go and walk on the beach. Yeah. And it's and it's great just to kind of relax and, and um, I don't like to go when it's cold. <laughs> definitely not when it's cold for sure. <laughs> but I definitely like, like you know, the, the feeling of the sand on my toes, um, walking on the beach. You know, I got my toes in the water, my – in a chair. <laughs> yeah. See, there's more music for you. <laughs> Not a worry in the world, but a cold beer in my hand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that makes <laughs> I, it better. Sure. But, uh, but in all seriousness, so that I love that way. But, um, you know, I love those kind of dates that we do. But I also love in the neighborhood we live in, we can either walk, you know, we go on walks. You know, we live in a, in a great neighborhood and we can either walk for a mile and a half or sometimes I take you and we do the whole three and a half mile walk. Right. And it's another great way to A, stay healthy. Yes. Right. B, to just connect with each other and just hang out and just kind of just enjoy each other's company while we're walking. Yeah, I you? do. I do love those for sure. Um, I think, though, but my favorite ones uh-huh. are the car rides that we take. Oh, thank goodness. I'm glad you didn't say when, <laughs> you know, when we go to Ro- Roost Chris house, you know, or steakhouse, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not about big fancy dates. I mean, thank some you. people are and that's great if that's your thing. But mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be expensive. I don't think it needs to be fancy. I think it can be more intimate when it's not that way. I agree. I, I, I think there's a lot of effort that goes into big fancy date nights. And not that those aren't important or needed. They are. They really, really are. And, and, they're, and they're a lot of fun, you know. But, they, but, they're, but when, you, when that becomes the norm, there sets this high expectation that as a man or as a, as, as, as a wife, as a husband or wife, you have to live up to every date night. Yeah, and it becomes like a pressure thing. So um, one of the things I love about our car rides mm-hmm. is the fact that we would just get in the car at any time, maybe once or twice a week, and drive around, um, talk, share, stop and get ice cream, you know, be with each other and share in the car. Oh, well, when you say share in the car, what do you mean? Because we don't share ice cream. That's <laughs> horrible, horribly gross. Yes, so Brian doesn't share food. <laughs> I'm like Joey. Brian doesn't share food. Joey doesn't share food from friends. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so that's a lot of fun. Sometimes we, we just get in the car, like you said, and we drive around and we, and it's something we actually started when our kids were younger. We would, we would put them in the car and whether we had three kids or four kids at the time and we would just drive a, because we didn't have a lot of resources to go on a date or do really outside of paying for some gas. That would be a great way to just to be with each other and, and just to hang out. Yeah, and, and it's something that we've continued and we still do and we still love. Yep. So those are things we do now. Um, do you remember our first date? How long do I have to think about it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what was great was it was – I think it, between our first date and our second date was like a week or two. Right. Because I got in a lot of trouble after our very first date. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because I was in the Navy and I was really, really late getting back to my ship on time. But yes, I remember uh, me and a group of my friends from the Navy. We were in the Navy. I'm just kidding. Um, that's that's not a good song, probably to sing. But it's fine. But so me and a group of my friends, we met you and a group of your friends at this club in uh, New Jersey. It was, uh, I think it's New Jersey City, somewhere close to there. Anyway, it's not important. But so we all got together. We hung out. We danced and we um, just enjoyed the night. Yeah, we danced all night long. All night. Literally all night long. In fact, I think it was I Want to Rock With You by Michael Jackson that came on that when they turned the lights on, I want to rock with you all night. And they were like, Time to close the club. Yeah, we were we were literally the last ones dancing, and all of our friends were, were <laughs> trying to drag us out. Like, come on, let's go, let's go. Yeah, and so after that, we um, we went and hung out on the beach for a while. We went to get to know each other a little bit better. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> that was pre-Jesus, right? Yes, for sure. <laughs> and so we, we, we went and hung out, and, um, and then we went to Denny's because it was the only place open. Yes. And so it was a lot of fun. And for people who don't know, um, if you're in New Jersey, when you're out and you know out late, the last thing you always do is stop at a diner or food on your way home. Yeah, I think uh, Biggie said it best. You know, you pull through and you get a steak with ham and eggs and some Welch's grape jelly. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's how you end the night. All right, there you go. That's how we ended the night. It's <laughs> good stuff. It was. So that was. So that was a lot of fun. That was the very first very first fun date night we had a great time that night we did why did why is it do you think that people date wow i think it starts with physical attraction right i think it's like you see somebody you know if you're a dude and you see the you, you see a girl you're like dang she is so fun she is so so fun and then you're and then you start to talk to her right and in that moment you realize that she's either very surface and she just looks good or like, wow, I can like have a conversation with her, right? Or maybe I can. And so that leads to the question of, and listen, I haven't dated somebody in 28 years. So <laughs> I don't know how it Just all works. Me. <laughs> I don't know how it all works now. But but I've heard the Twitter streets tell me that it's a little bit different now. <laughs> I mean, there's all different kinds of things right. now. But yeah. And, and so, so I think it starts with a, a, a physical connection or sometimes – in the times we're living in now, it starts with a very um, conversational um, meeting each other on like a mental kind of intellect kind of uh, way. And then it kind of goes from there. But I think it's important because there's a physical and a emotional 
attachment. Like, wow, I, I could really be friends with this person. And not just because they're hot, but wow, we have a really special connection. Yeah, for sure. And I think all of those things still apply, not just to when you're first dating um, and meet, meet your, your spouse, but as you go on through your relationship. Dating as a couple is super important. So, because it's, it's easy to say that dating leads to other things, but realistically, you don't want to date somebody you're not friends with. You don't want to date somebody that you can't hang out with. You don't want to date somebody, or when I say date, keep hanging out with somebody that you don't enjoy being with. Right. You know? I mean, let's face it. In, in the world we live in, whether it's now or in the past, there's always been those one-night stands and stuff like that that people go on. And there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of things that happen there. But here's what doesn't happen. A connection that lasts a long time. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, as far as an emotional connection. And so it's important to have that emotional connection with your spouse. And it's very easy to identify because it's somebody you want to keep hanging out with. I mean, you have three very close friends. I Like, do girls say BFF? That's my girls. <laughs> I mean, what do you say? Like, like my, my few friends. My, my, I call them my besties. Okay, yeah. See, guys don't use that kind of language. Yeah. That's that's not okay. That's yeah. We don't we don't use that. <laughs> we just say that's my dude. You know, that's my homie. You know, that's that's yeah, my guy. Yeah, I don't say that either. So it's, we're, we're good here. Yeah. We're all. We don't right. even say that's my best friend because that sounds awkward. Yeah. Maybe in eighth, seventh grade. That's yeah, a, that's a that's a school thing. Yeah, or that's that's my road dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's my ride or die. Mm-hmm. Well, friendship for sure is definitely an important foundation, and I think. Um, it's what ke- it's what makes couples last for mm, sure. Absolutely, it's what keeps you fighting for your mm-hmm. relationship when you go through challenges or tough times. I, I totally agree. I love that word. It keeps you fighting. Yeah, because you you fight for your friends. You would, yeah. You know, you you would put you put yourself out there as you keep fighting for your friendship, right? Um, it, it goes back to it's very it's very easy to be, you know, intimate with somebody, you know, but that friendship is what kind of says, hey, don't mess with my wife. Don't mess with my don't 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 mess with my dude, you know? Yeah. It's that emotional response that keeps you fighting. Or when you see somebody that's hurting or whatever in your spouse, you want to do everything you can because you care for them on a deeper level. It's just not surface, but it's an emotional deep level. And that's has sustained us through a lot of tough times, right? It definitely has. We've had many challenges and um, we've needed to fight for our relationship. And I think the fact that we have such an incredible friendship mm-hmm. um, is what keeps us fighting and, and coming back. Absolutely. And I would say, I mean, I know you have, you know, what do, what do, you, what do you call them? They're besties. You don't call them OGs? No. Well, <laughs> that's something different. <laughs> gang, gang. OG for life? Yeah. <laughs> they are for life for sure. I can, I can testify to that. Right. But, but I would say you're my best friend. And, and I'm your best friend, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you are my best friend. I tell you everything. Right. 90% of the time. 90% of the time only? Well, I mean, I tell you eventually the rest, <laughs> but I, sometimes I need to run it by run it by my besties to make sure I can, how do I say it or what do I need to say or how can I put this? Right. I got you. That makes but sense. But you, you know all, 100% of everything that, there that happens. There you go. That, that makes me feel better as a yeah. dude that, you, that I'm 100% in the know. Yeah. You are for <laughs> Eventually, sure. Eventually. We get there. Exactly. Eventually. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I love, I, I love that kind of best friends attitude um, and 
and just like any friendships, there's peaks and there's valleys and stuff like that. There's days and and stuff like that. But you know that your best friend is somebody you can only you can always count on. What was uh, um, Buzz Lightyear and uh, from oh Tor- the, the cowboy? What's yeah. his name? Um, um, I forget. Yeah, I, Tom Hanks. We haven't had yeah. little kid movies right. around in a long but, time. But like that Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, kind of, kind of moment, right? Absolutely. You have a friend of me, yeah, right? Yeah, and so that's sure. that lifelong kind of journey that you're on, and so it's important to always, always keep fighting for your best friend, which is your spouse, and and getting to know them as as they grow and journey through this life, right? Yeah. Because as you grow, I grow, and how and I don't know that you're growing unless I invest my time into you. Exactly. It's all about putting in the time and effort and Mm -hmm. energy for sure. And I think some people put too much of their energy into other things. Like what, kids? Kids, jobs, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things instead. They they make their schedule a priority over their spouse. And I would say in the arena that we've seen a lot of couples – uh, kids and their sports is a huge one. Yes. Careers. And I would say, you ready for this? Oh this boy. I would say there are leaders and pastors throughout this world, throughout this country, who put their, um, what they do for a living ahead of their spouse. As a leader or a pastor inside the church, their number one goal, their number one ministry is their marriage, right? It should be. It, 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 and we're thankful that our Two of our great, our two of our closest friends are our lead pastors, but their 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 marriage is their their ministry, and and it is a and it is and it is a textbook of how to do both well together. And so, so people put kids, careers, all that stuff ahead of them. You know, we we there was times when with our kids, we would flow from football to basketball to cheerleading, yes, and all the competitions, all the travel stuff, and then we. And then we would hit baseball, and then we'd be right back into football. There was always another season of sports coming right up for I our felt, kids. I, I, we have four, so yeah. there, there's just a lot, a lot of things happening. And, and I felt like from August, or actually July, when when football started, right, all the way through February, when cheerleading competition season ending, we were February gone. and March, the yeah. end, yeah. And then baseball season kicked off, right. And so what you see is so many parents. Um, put their kids' activities in front of them and above everything else, it becomes their why, that, that eventually when they become empty nesters, they don't know their spouse and they don't know how to be best friends with each other. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see so many people have a 20-year marriage and then get divorced because they don't know each other anymore. Mm. Their kids have moved out. They're off in college doing their thing. And what's left? You and your spouse sitting there. Um, and you don't know how to communicate. You don't know who this person is that you've been living with because you haven't invested your time and energy into your spouse. You've been too focused on your kids. And, and it, we've seen that with, with people who've lost their jobs. You know, they put so much emphasis on their career that once their career is gone, they don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, they don't know how to interact with their spouse because they've been so locked up in their job. For sure. And so actually there is uh, – the. In our um, in our small group a couple weeks ago, there was a couple that moved from uh, South Florida to Jacksonville. But one of the community values or culture values that they had down there was that no matter what, they had a a tribe of people. You know, they're you know they're people that would make sure that they went on a date. They were their babysitters. They did a lot of things for them. So they made sure they dated. 
you know, or went out on dates and stuff like that. And then when they moved to up here, there was their friends who, just like you just said, they were so invested in their own kids. And when their kids went off to college, they were having these marital issues because they didn't know each other. They decided to stop being best friends. And so keeping it fresh, keeping it, um, keeping it real and stuff like that, but more importantly, keeping it fresh is just re- remembering to date each other because it, it builds that lifelong friendship, right? Keeping Absolutely. It fresh. Yeah, it's very important. So what's the takeaway? Uh, takeaways, it, dating and building, your, and building your friendship are really great ways to keep it fresh. That's right. Those are, those are great ways to keep it fresh. Man, we thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Remember to hit like and subscribe or hit us up on social media. Tell, tell us what you think. We appreciate y'all. Peace out. Bye.